So we discussed yesterday the most important factor in spiritual life, and that is satisfaction of a self-realized soul, spiritual master. So by engaging oneself in the service of the spiritual master, a person can make tremendous advancement in spiritual life. So whatever we are doing from morning to evening, it could be. Our sadhana, what we call it, actually that sadhana is also obeying the instructions of the spiritual master. Our sadhana is successful because we are doing the sadhana as per the instructions of the spiritual master. The spiritual master has told you should get up at this time, you should offer things in this way, you should follow this procedure. So that is why we are simply trying to follow his instructions. So thus, people tell me, can I chant this mantra? Can I chant that some other mantra? And so many questions. So the answer is very beautifully given that we will discuss more in our Jigyasa session, which we are going to have next week. The basic modules, which is the foundation course of Bhagavad Gita. So there is very beautiful shloka throughout the Vedas, and it says, whatever mantra you can receive, it is mentioned definitely in the Vedas. It could be mentioned, but. Sampradaya vihina ye. If it is not received in sampradaya or proper guru parampara, so guru parampara means a chain of guru and his disciple who becomes next guru. He makes another disciple as next guru. In this way, guru shishya parampara is coming down from supreme lord Krishna himself. Sampradaya vihina ye mantra te nishvala mataha. If you take any mantra but it is not coming in this guru shishya parampara, then it is. Nishvala mantrate nishvala smritaha mantrate nishvala mataha Padma Puran, Garg Sahita, all the scriptures tell the same thing. So you may read Bhagavad Gita, you may read various uh, books, you may follow any mantra which you have read anywhere. That mantra definitely will have effect, but it will not lead us to perfection of self-realization unless we have received it from a spiritual master who has come in this Guru Parampara. So this Guru Parampara is completely spiritual, and the mantra is also spiritual. So the spiritual mantra descends in the spiritual means in the spiritual succession. So it is very very important to find a spiritual master who is coming in one such Guru Shishya Parampara. Then it will be effective. Otherwise, also it will be effective. Just like the typical example is given of Ajamil. Uh, those of you who are conversant with the Bhagavatam, so very nice instance is mentioned. So there was a Brahman, as we had discussed last week, also his story. He fell down from his position because he brought a prostitute home, and he told his dutiful wife to leave the place by simply eating the food cooked by the prostitute. The person lost all his nashta sadachara. He lost his all good behavior, and by losing good behavior, he performed all kinds of sinful acts which a person can or cannot imagine. But after all these things, what happened at the time of death? He had done devotional service nicely, but he could not continue. So devotional life is shurasya dharya. Any time person can fall down from his exalted position. So we need to be always very, very cautious and conscious. Just like now, how much we are cautious? Oh, I should not touch this. I should not touch that. If I have touched, I should use sanitizer. It should not go to my eyes, ears, and face. A person is so cautious. Because if you come in contact with the virus, you infect the virus. What will happen? You will get diseased, and disease may not manifest immediately. It may take two days, five days, ten days, fifteen days like that to manifest. That is called incubation period. In a similar fashion, some people tell Prabhu, "What is the harm? I am hanging out with my friends, with other people, my family. They drink, 
they eat non-veg they do other kinds of activities but i don't get involved no sir you may not be getting involved but you have contaminated the virus <laughs> you are in their association getting contaminated by rajaguna and tamaguna so down the line it is incubation period you will also develop such activities and you will not realize when you have got into such things so that it is told the first duty of vaishnava is to keep his association very very nicely we should be very very cautious just like a person is cautious no 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 virus i should not touch virus so i should not touch rajaguna and tamaguna so night time is tamaguna oh, let me sleep early person should be anxious i should not be up beyond 9 o'clock or 9:30 or 10 o'clock i should sleep by that time now it is tamasic time i am contacting tamaguna and tamaguna means low mood depression animal life helplessness so i cannot do every time i am getting forced to do same activity i am suffering no control over self laziness uncleanliness and all these things they develop so a person should be very cautious oh no tamaguna should not be there let me sleep early and a person should be very very cautious to use sanitizer to come more in contact with water soap sanitizer that is purifying so whatever is satvik a person should be very very eager i should associate with the satvik things the first satvik thing is the morning time it is full of satvuguna so a person should get up early in the morning brahm murta brahm murta is 1 hour to 1 and 1/2 hours before sunrise that time it starts so that time a person should be up out of the bed and shri prabhupada explains even materially a person will be five times more effective in his studies if he does in the morning that time whatever you wish to do five times more effective so thus people will get up early in brahm murta they would study all the brahmacharis and students in our gurukul that we have uh, so the boys over there they get up 2:30 in the morning so this is the time a person should be up in the morning and associate with the satvaguna where else do we get satvaguna everything around us whatever we see or we don't see this we will discuss if we conduct sessions on 14 chapter of the bhagavad gita it's all about three modes of nature krishna describes this science beautifully how this entire world is made up of nothing but three modes of nature three energies are there so a person should try to cultivate asatoma satgamaya sat more satvaguna tamasoma jyotirgamaya you should leave tamas and rajas and go towards light so i should be away from all the tamasic things all the rajas what is tamasic thing the old things rotten things like drinks they are made by when the fruit gets rotten and old so all these wines and other things they are tamasic all the non vegetarian food even onion and garlic people tell it is vegetarian why prabhu you are telling we should not take because it is having a rajasic and tamasic effect upon the body so thus we are supposed to abstain from these food stuffs so rajas and tamas they are very very dangerous it is because of rajas and tamas that a person has greed a person has anger a person has lust and all these negative tendencies in the body the people the people could be tamasic could be rajasic could be satvik so we should associate with satvik devotees or shuddha satvik pure devotees and be very cautious i should not associate much yes a devotee is very very friendly he has good relationship with all people but he does not maintain intimacy intimate connection with the people who are in rajaguna and tamaguna so when a person is in rajaguna and tamaguna then what happens then lust and greed increases in the body anger increases in the body smriti bhramashat buddhi nasho buddhi nashat pranashyati and then the person is destroyed he commits sins sinful activity so coming out of sins is very very important for advancement in spiritual life and that can happen by various processes are there to come out of the sinful reactions just like a person who has murdered somebody 
then how can he come out of that sinful reaction? He has got contaminated capital punishment. Manu Sanita says, as the Dharat Shastras are telling. So as we discuss, it is not wise to let him free because future times he has to suffer at least four times. If he is not killed in this life itself, that purification is required for him. Just like a person who goes very mad, electric shocks are required for that person. Other people can be trained by some counseling, some tranquilizer, some other medicine. But a person who is very, very mad, electric shock is required. So a person who is grossly sinful, he has killed somebody, then it is very, very important to give him capital punishment. That is actually mercy, a treatment for the person to bring him out of contamination. This science is not known to people. So Ajamil, when he chanted the name of Krishna very, very purely, then he came out of all the sinful actions. So even though you may not have received this mantra in parampara, but if you chant this Hare Krishna Mahamantra or any other thing, it will get you rid of all the sinful reactions of the past. But that also should be offenseless. There are 10 offenses while chanting the holy names. First offense is to blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their lives for propagating the holy name. A person should not blaspheme the devotee. As Krishna told, we discussed last to last class, Sadhu Reva Samantavyaha. Even though a devotee may be seen to perform some sinful acts in the beginning, still he is to be considered sadhu. You cannot criticize a devotee for that. So if a person is blaspheming, criticizing people who have dedicated their life to spread Bhagavad Gita, this knowledge, then that is an offense. Holy name does not tolerate. These people are my servants and he does not respect my servants. So that is offense. Second offense is to consider the names of Krishna to be equal to, to consider the names of devatas, demigods, to be equal to or independent of the name of Lord Vishnu. Sometimes people tell it is equal. You can chant Vishnu, you can chant any other name of any other devta, it will have the same result. But Shastras tell no, that is not the fact. That is also offense. If you are treating commissioner of police on the level of a constable, constable should be given respect. If you don't give respect, that is improper. But commissioner should not be treated like a constable. <laughs> so that is an offense if you are doing like that. So this is third offense is to disobey the orders of the spiritual master and to consider him as an ordinary person. If a person thinks that spiritual master is just like any other human being who by following some practices, he is respectable now in society. No, spiritual master should be considered superhuman. How superhuman? As we discussed elaborately yesterday, spiritual master should be Sakshadharitvena. He should be considered on the level of God. The respect that we give to God, the same level, Sakshadhari, the same respect is supposed to be given to spiritual master because Krishna tells in the end of Srimad Bhagavatam, 11th canto, Achare Maam Vijaniyam, Achare Maam Vijaniyam, spiritual master is non different from me. Maam Vijaniyam, you should think Acharya is me only. My manifestation, Krishna is sitting in our heart and guiding us, willing to guide us what to do. But because of the action of Rajaguna Tamaguna, we are not able to listen to Krishna sitting in our heart. So he manifests himself as spiritual master outside. So spiritual master is an empowered personality who has got power of Supreme Lord himself. So he should not be considered different from God. He should be considered superhuman. Super spiritual master doesn't come here under the laws of karma. He is a liberated person. He is coming here just to carry out the instructions of God to spread this knowledge to people so that people can become very, very happy in this life and solve all their problems of life. So considering spiritual master an ordinary human being, Krishna tells, Namartya buddhya suyeta, in Bhagavatam it is mentioned, Namartya buddhya, don't consider him to be an ordinary mortal. And asuyeta, asuya means 
a person should be non envious of spiritual master sometimes people envy why you are worshiping a human being generally we cannot see anybody is getting so much respect you are worshiping an okay god you are worshiping that is fine but you are worshiping an ordinary human being like god you are doing izarati you are offering incense to him flowers to him what is this why you are worshiping ordinary person maybe very respectable person but why you are worshiping so krishna tells asuyeta do not be envious please do not be jealous that nobody worships me why somebody should be worshiped no sarvadeva mayo guru we worship very many many devatas we worship uh, lord ganesha we worship goddess durga we worship arun dev varun dev kartikeya ayappa so many demigods devatas we worship then we are not envious because devatas are worshipable denizens of heavenly planets so it is told sarva devamayo guruhu so the spiritual master he is sarva devamayo he is the representative of all the demigods so there is no need of worshiping various devatas there are 33 crore demigods one demigod is in charge of one planet so like this at least 33 crore planets should be there in this universe because one devata is in charge of one planet in this material world so how you can worship all of them by worshiping guru so simply by worshiping guru a person worships sarva devamayo all the demigods so please do not be envious of guru puja so guru puja is very very important so spiritual master is not an ordinary person so so this is third offense when a person thinks guru is an ordinary mortal fourth offense to blaspheme the vedic literatures fifth offense like this there are 10 offenses you can search online 10 offenses against chanting the holy names so even though a person is not uh, having a spiritual master but he has chanted offenselessly like ajamil did then immediately he can be washed of all the sins and as soon as a person is free from the sins he is very very happy all the miseries in our life they happen because we have contaminated rajaguna tamoguna in the past and we have broken some laws of nature we suffer only because of past sinful life just like why a person is suffering in the jail because he has broken laws civil laws civic laws he has committed some crime that is why he is being given punishment in the jail in a similar fashion on the mental level intellectual level or physical level all the suffering that we have got is only because of pap past sinful activities so when we chant offenselessly the name of krishna we will get free of all the sinful activities but still freedom from sinful activities and getting out of material tribulations is not the ultimate benefit that a person can get by chanting hare krishna maha mantra or any mantra whatsoever which is mentioned in the vedas the highest benefit that a person can get by chanting the holy names is not just the negation of miseries but it is to have positive knowledge of spiritual life positive pleasure of spiritual life just like there is pleasure at gross level there is pleasure at mental level also in dream we enjoy so much of mental pleasure in dream we are eating gulab jamun in dream we are <laughs> uh, meeting somebody we are going somewhere going places in so on mental platform also we enjoy and similarly there is enjoyment on spiritual platform also and we are spirit souls that is unlimited just like mental happiness is much more than gross happiness and mental distress is also much more than gross stress gross stress a person can tolerate but mental stress he cannot tolerate he jumps from the building commits suicide so spiritual happiness similarly is much 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 more than even mental happiness 
and it is this spiritual happiness for which we are hankering because that is not there in life entire life a person keeps on trying to satisfying the senses unlimitedly but senses have limitations so he is frustrated so that positive knowledge of spiritual life and positive pleasure of spiritual life a person can get only when he receives this mantra from a proper sampradaya from a proper parampara sampradaya vihinaye mantrate nishfala mata otherwise it will have no spiritual effect in your life so thus it is very very important to have a bona fide guru now we have got a bona fide guru we are chanting 16 rounds but still i can have some past tendencies some i am still committing some sins breaking the laws of nature so krishna tells don't worry because you are always engaged in service of krishna following rules and regulations nicely you will come out of it but as long as we are not out of it we cannot be always happy as soon as we break the laws of nature the four regulatory principles no meat eating no intoxication no gambling no illicit sex especially then immediately we come under lower mode suffering mental depression anxiety and all the other things they start in our life and as soon as a person commits these he breaks the four regulatory principles he comes under control of rajoguna and tamoguna and then what happens then he gets confused bewildered just like when virus enters the body contaminates the blood a person gets confused chakkar aane lagte hain sometimes he is not able to see the world clearly he is not able to taste the food properly food is bitter he cannot perceive the reality in a similar fashion as soon as we break the regulatory principles we break the laws we commit pap we get contaminated by rajas and tamas and then proper understanding of krishna or even spiritual master what is right in life we do not get so as long as we are not free of the sinful actions it is not possible to understand spiritual life doubts will always remain what is right what is wrong so just see have you established yourself in sattva guna very very nicely you are very satvik you are very peaceful senses are perfectly controlled mind is controlled you are not being pulled by the senses and mind you are controlling the mind and senses you are very honest you are very truthful you are very very clean these are satvik qualities and if a person is not able to come to sattva guna in this life then basis the contamination which he has got of rajaguna and tamoguna few bodies are given which are called papa yonayaha which are called impious births so when the body is contaminated by rajaguna and tamoguna the bodies which a person will get those bodies will not be suitable for spiritual advancement so brahmana body is punya yonayaha that is suitable body for spiritual advancement brahmana again i repeat those who are new it is not as per caste kshatriya is not as per caste just like doctor today there is no caste you do mbbs mdms whatever and then you practice and then you will be called a doctor in a similar fashion those people who are philosophers educators who research about absolute truth worship god and teach others how to worship they never do any job they are called brahmanas we should have these qualities so thus as per the qualities society has been divided in engineer doctor similarly vedic culture divides in brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra so brahmana and kshatriya rajrishis they are considered punna yonaha they can very easily understand what is god what is aim of life and follow very nicely for others it is very very difficult that is what lord krishna is explaining in today's shloka so let us try to read the verses so i'll share the screen now last three verses are remaining in the ninth chapter this session is dedicated to his divine grace ac bhaktivedant swami prabhupad shila prabhupad is our spiritual master and founder acharya worldwide hari krishna movement 
Thus, we can see how entire world is now chanting Hare Krishna. Any country you go, any tribe, any religion, Christians, Jews, Muslims, atheists, theists, every person, Buddhists, Jains, everyone is chanting Hare Krishna mantra. All of them they picked up. Why these people? especially jews christians muslims they picked up before so called hindus picked up because this mantra which prabhupad sang it came down in parampara so prabhupad being a pure devotee when he chanted it immediately vibrated in their hearts and they got rid of rajas and tamas immediately they were able to understand what is spiritual life so krishna now tells verse number 32 ब्राह्मणुण्यक्ता शूद्रास so all those people who are working working class so in vedic culture nobody would do jobs because that means i am dependent upon another person so only the shudras who are very very uh, unintelligent who would never go to school they would pick up jobs vaishyas means business class which are considered most intellectual people of today leaders world leaders any person can make some money and people think oh let me see his advice on every issue he is actually intelligent man after in doing studying lot of science also people want to make money and that is a criteria for intelligence if a person has good package he can make good money do good business means he is more smart but that class is not considered very very advanced as per lord krishna the creator himself so these are papayonia when a person does not have proper punya in his previous life then he gets birth of working class or business class or striya women for women also Uh, it is difficult to advance in spiritual life because rajas and tamas is more that is why we see women are very much attached uh, so this attachment is a great deterrence for spiritual advancement so because of high rajoguna and tamoguna so in these classes it is difficult to make spiritual advancement however lord krishna is giving here so that is why bhagavad gita has a universal appeal it does not matter your qualification pre qualification disqualification does not matter even though by regular vedic process these people cannot be elevated to spiritual life in this life you have to do your duties very very nicely and then next life you can get a proper birth slowly a kshatriya birth brahmana birth in brahmana birth your intelligence is very sound your senses are very very controlled self realization is very very easy but not in this life very difficult to follow however krishna consciousness is transcendental because it is a completely spiritual process so these are the designations of the body ultimately soul is same it could be within man or woman or shudra or vaishya or brahmana or cat or dog or snake or alligator or whatever the soul is same so if the process is spiritual it will appeal to everyone 
सो कृष्णा टेल्स तेषाम अहम समुद्धरता मृत्यु संसार सागरात आई डिलीवर माय डिवोटी फ्रॉम द क्लचेस ऑफ दिस रिपीटेड बर्थ एंड डेथ दिस ओशन आई गिव हिम नॉलेज तेषाम सतत युक्तनाम भजताम प्रीतिपूर्वकम ददामि बुद्धियोगम तम इफ ही इज नॉट इंटेलिजेंट ही डज नॉट हैव डेवलप्ड इंटेलिजेंस देन ददामि बुद्धियोगम तम आई गिव द इंटेलिजेंस टू दैट पर्सन हु इज ऑलवेज एंगेज्ड इन माय सर्विस सो दस दिस भक्ति योग इज सो नाइस at whatever platform a person is it does not matter some people tell prabhu your process is little tough regulations are tight i cannot avoid all these things let me follow a gradual process so sir gradual process is not possible gradual process was followed in previous yogas so there are some rules and regulations for you shudra should follow this vaisha should follow this other should follow this chandala should who cannot follow other yonis they belong to so for everyone there were rules and regulations gradually you elevate yourself but now it is not possible that system is lost however we have a system which is very very powerful and it can act upon everyone krishna tells tepi anti param gatim as per the social norms you can discriminate this is having good birth he is having or she is having impious birth but it does not matter mami but one condition is there what is the condition mami parth vyapashritya they should take specific shelter of my not not anything else if they are completely surrendered unto me then all the disqualifications they are set aside tepiyanti paramgatim paramgatim means highest destination all of them can attain highest destination if only they surrender completely unto me become my devotee because we saw in last to last class krishna tells ye bhajanti tumam bhaktya to means but although i am equally disposed to everyone but i am specially inclined i favor my devotees because krishna is specially inclined towards his devotees he gives the devotees guidance from within the heart internally externally he is always helping the devotees that despite all disqualifications so never please think oh prabhu i am very much addicted i am highly uh, i am a chain smoker i smoke every day or i am a drunkard or i take even drugs or marijuana or something i cannot leave i have so much habit of illicit sex i have some other desires i cannot leave it does not matter simply please take complete shelter of krishna there have been examples of people who are completely lost when prabhupad went to the west so there were civilizations of nude people they would not wear any clothes on their bodies and the, those people prabhupad spoke in the assembly of those people and they got converted hippies hippies means they would do all nonsense kinds of activities like animals always high on drugs and those people became sanyasis and vaishnavas very very advanced people so from the time of chaitanya mahaprabhu it is not a new process people have followed they have got success and now this very nice uh, uh, opportunity is there so earlier it was restricted now everyone and even we have such wonderful devices amazing technology is there prabhupad's vani is there all of us can listen anytime and make very nice spiritual advancement so what is required is complete surrender unto krishna mam hi parth vyapashritya god is telling somebody comes to me then forget everything how much addicted you are how much less sense control you have whatever it is so never overestimate your disease and never underestimate krishna consciousness so just like when i was uh, in my college some 12 13 years ago i think 13 years ago so uh, i got jaundiced and uh, then i had nice plans of you know doing some nice internship somewhere and everything all collapsed two months i was having jaundice 
and then i have to leave my work and then come back to home and then uh, we were taking some medicines and i got to nelopathy as no medicine for jaundice what to do and then some people recommended no this uh, there is a person here he give you some some pan leaf and put some spices something into it you take that you'll get cured in th- three doses but i could not develop faith okay uh, many doctors are there i'll visit and i'll get cured that's what i thought but then nothing is happening vacation is over next semester is going to start now what to do so i had to travel back to my college so as a last hope i thought okay let me visit this person and for two two and a half months i was having jaundice no signs of reduction and then i thought what will happen now three doses i cannot take because next day i have to leave for college and just i took one dose and immediately the same day entire jaundice vanished from the body so just see this is called ayurveda very advanced science allopathy i uh, visited best of the doctors in jaipur and uh, other place where my college was and other places also but nobody could give me any solution and they told it is swelling of the liver and it, we have we have to wait just control something your diet and all but now ayurveda has has got a cure very nice cure and this person gave those things and once i ate and immediately it is perfect although i had no hope in a similar fashion this krishna consciousness is extremely powerful process because lord is sitting in our heart and he personally removes all the impurities rajas and tamas from the heart as soon as we engage in chanting and hearing his holy names but under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master that is very important so thus there is a great hope for all of us and then krishna mentions kim punar brahmana punya bhakta rajarsh tatha so when those people who are not having sufficient punya in their previous life they also can make their life perfect then what to speak of brahmanas what to speak of rajarishis the saintly kings and what to speak of bhakta what to speak of the devotees who are already engaged in the service of krishna what to speak how much they can elevate themselves in spiritual life if they follow this process anityam arsukham lokam imam prape bhajasvamam because they are engaged in my service in this world which is anityam and asukham krishna is telling so there are two main philosophies of spiritual life one is called nirvisheshvadi impersonalism another is personalism so uh, one class of people the devotees uh, we tell the absolute truth he is a personality he has hands legs he is a person we are his images here in this world and another set of people spiritualists they tell god has got no form he is simply one light one energy and then we ask them if there is simply light and energy then why we are seeing so many forms if ultimately everything is formless then how so many forms have come into picture beautiful forms beautiful actors actresses beautiful faces you see even ordinary persons face is so beautiful and symmetrical so how this beauty is there in the world around us amazing flowers and all the species and birds and fishes who has given this beauty so they tell actually this is all illusion there are no forms existing in this world just like in dream you think oh, i am seeing a tree i am touching a tree i am seeing water i am walking on road you are experiencing but at actually that is illusion there are no forms over there so they tell actually you are not existing in the world the world is existing in your mind in your brain just like in dream you think you are existing in some world but that is not reality as soon as you wake up entire world of dream finishes similarly the advaitvadis they tell that actually this world is illusion this world does not exist you don't exist in this world you are living in some planet in some country this is all illusion this is because you are dreaming now so as soon as you follow the spiritual life one day when you become self realized 
when you are awakened from this dreamy situation then whole world will stop to exist all the forms will stop to exist you will not see any form however this verse it rejects such philosophy so krishna the supreme personality they also take bhagavad gita as bona fide scripture but because they have not taken it from a perfect guru they get confused in their life so here krishna is telling sir this word is anityam asukham lokam so this word is anityam anityam means temporary krishna is not telling it is illusion krishna is telling it is temporary anityam very clear so all such philosophies where people tell god is an energy and this world is also simply energy forms are illusory krishna rejects that philosophy immediately although krishna is rejected sufficiently in the second chapter which which we will cover sometimes later but now we can see anityam krishna is mentioning this world is temporary it is not illusory and this world is asukham there is classification brahmana and rajrishi raja kshatriya there is vaishya shudra somebody will be in a good position bad position but in whichever position you are you can be living in a very nice apartment in mumbai or you could be living in a village or in a slum or somewhere else but who is happy we think oh slum person thinks if i go to chol i'll be happy a person who is living in chol he thinks if i go to that apartment i'll be happy he thinks if i go to new york i'll be happy i'll be very very happy and then they are thinking if i go to mars i'll be very happy but krishna tells asukham lokam it is very very nice you can read here god himself has labeled this world is asukham and then again krishna repeats in bhagavad gita dukha alayam the house of misery so when krishna himself has labeled that this world is dukhalayam full of miseries it is asukham then why we are working hard to become happy in this life so we should leave all the endeavors to become happy in this life because krishna has made this world miserable nobody can be happy in this material world this knowledge people do not have every person has a hope oh one day i'll be happy just like the carrot dangling in front of an ass person is sitting on top of an ass and he's dangling one carrot and as is thinking if i glow a little closer i'll get the carrot he dies but never gets the carrot in a similar fashion we are thinking happy happy two more years three more years and then i'll be happy the person becomes old he is dying but there is no happiness in life so thus we should read bhagavad gita krishna tells asukham lokam as long as we are living here in this material world there is no question of happiness but there is one possibility of happiness when we transfer ourselves to spiritual world or we transfer ourselves to spiritual consciousness then there is happiness as soon as a person becomes completely surcharged in contact with krishna he is no longer in this material world although he appears to be living here for devotee vishwam purnam sukhayate in any situation he is life his life is full of happiness the shastras give the example oh how it can be full of happiness so very nice example is there devotee is also dying devotee is also getting corona affected the devotee is also getting diseased so devotee's life is also miserable if a devotee never falls sick if i see devotee is not dying he is always young healthy hail and hearty then i will chant hari krishna prabhu but why should i chant we see devotee also he died immediately when the corona started in the world devotee is also falling sick why all these things are happening so example given is just like the rat is in the jaws of kitten or a cat then the rat is so much full of fear that i am killed now he is experiencing death and pain but the same cat is also hold, holding its kids in its jaws and they are feeling completely protected oh i am in the jaws of my mother now nobody can give me any harm so all the both are held in the jaws of the mother cat 
the cat the kitten is feeling bliss complete happiness and protected and the rat is feeling death although apparently the behavior is same in a similar fashion when the devotee is met with similar circumstances devotee is in complete bliss because he understands everything is happening as per the plan of krishna krishna has taken charge of my life krishna is my father so everything is for my good everything is for my benefit so there is a very nice uh, story in this connection one devotee shared with me today so shila prabhupad spiritual master bhakti siddhant maharaj it is during his time that a brahmachari he got very sick and uh, he got to know that in few months he is going to die leave his body and when the news started spreading uh, uh, that he is going to die and then uh, he had some last desire also and his last desire was that i wish to see my mother he had never gone home he had joined the temple and brahmacharis usually they don't go home he was living there only and now that i am going to die for all these years i have not contacted my family it was no zoom and calls and phones at that time it is pre independence era we are talking of so let me go and see my mother now that i am going to die hari krishna hari krishna okay yeah. so this brahmachari was about to die and then finally the time was very less and then they got to know in next 2 to 3 days the person is going to die the devotee is going to die and then bhaktisdan maharaj he told that now you can visit your house you can see your mother and the devotee told no i don't want to leave i am going to die in 2 to 3 days any moment i can die i want to die in navdvibham navdvip dham is the place where chatan mahaprabhu took birth just like krishna took birth in vrindavan the vrindavan is worshipable spiritual world similarly navdvip where chatan mahaprabhu appeared that is also non different from vrindavan and if a person leaves his body in dham then he goes back to godhead so it will no now i'm going to die soon any time i would have visited my mother and come back now there is no hope so i want to die here so that at least my life is successful i don't want to go home so he told no i expel you from the ashram i order you you leave and go home and thus with the help of some people he was told to leave the ashram and depart for for home and then he started his journey and he was just on the midway that he became very very ill and he left his body so neither he could see his mother nor he could dine navdeep dham he left dham also he could not visit his house house also so the other god brothers who were there with the brahmachari so they could not understand the behavior of a spiritual master that what kind of spiritual master the behavior he has shown brahmachari never asked anything he has done this seva he wanted to go home he did not allow and now when he should not have left the dham he was about to die any time he forced him out of dham and he has left his body outside dham what birth he is going to get next life so this confusion was there how guru, guru maharaj can be so ruthless and this thing some doubts may happen may come at times so then he consulted uh, bhaktisdan maharaj he told actually had i sent the brahmachari earlier and he would have visited the mother then all those things there is a chance meeting mother after a very long time he has not seen he is weak when the body is weak body is diseased mind and senses also become very weak he can have some emotions or at least he'll be thinking of his mother at the faggot faggot of his life and then thinking of his mother if he leaves his body in those material attachments that may not be a, that is not a very good way to leave the body ant kale chamameva smaran mukpa kalevram the purpose of this life is to think of krishna when you are leaving the body that is success of human life so why you did not allow him to die now in the ashram then so he told now had i told him to remain here only 
he was always actually when he was here he could understand the mindset of his disciple he was thinking about his mother because i am not allowed to go but now that he is so sick i have told him forced him to go to house when he left navdeep dham he was very anxious that i am going to die and he was thinking about the dham always so although his body was out of dham but his mind was completely absorbed in the dham so actually we are where our mind is so because his mind was completely absorbed in the thought of dham actually he left his body in that sense in dham so he became successful so this is success of life so the spiritual master knows exactly and very perfectly how to guide a disciple towards perfection of spiritual life he can have some attachments he can develop some material desires like this brahmachari developed at the end of his life but if a person is under the shelter of spiritual master then his life is successful then the mantra will be effective then his life is successful and without spiritual master na gati kutopi the mantra will not be having any effect you read entire bhagavad gita it will not be having any effect so the bhagavad gita that we will understand the lectures that we will understand our understanding directly depends upon our relationship with the spiritual master so this is the most important essence of spiritual life so how do we associate with our spiritual master shila prabhupad we don't see shila prabhupad around us how do we take guidance from him how he will correct my mistakes this is also very important question bhaktis dan maharaj was there to guide the disciple and took this proper decision but how prabhupad is there aware i don't see him he has left his physical body in 1977 so where is my spiritual life should i search another person who is having a physical body who can guide me or what is the right way about it so this is what we'll understand tomorrow